2: inner peace begins the moment you choose not to allow another person or event to control your emotions. And that is the thought for today. Welcome to 7 Good Minutes. I'm Clyde Lee Dennis. Thanks for joining me for what I believe will be seven of the most enriching minutes of your day in today's episode of seven good minutes in our wellness Wednesday segment. We have some great tips you can use for managing your emotions. Enjoy.
1: I've always wanted to know the answer to a question been obsessed by the question of what makes the difference in people's lives. I was not popular in school. I loved people. So I was passionate about figuring out what's the difference in people. You know, why is it that some people are given everything? You know, the type, they really do have parents that love them, that are there for them. They have tremendous educational background. They have all the economic resources. And they end up spending their life going in and out of rehab. You know, they had all the resources. And then you meet somebody who's been, you know, abused or no one's been there for them or they've been physically abused or sexually abused or the worst things you could possibly happen to a human being and they turn out to be some of the finest human beings you'd ever meet in your life who are out there working to help other people and make a difference. So we all want to believe that our lives have turned out because of our biography. And the reality is we can all find people with a horrible biography who have an extraordinary life and we have people with an extraordinary biography who have a life that none of us would want to trade with. So what's the real challenge? And I believe that the challenge in relationships and in life, in every area, is emotional fitness. That it starts with how emotionally fit you are in a relationship. And there are patterns that make people emotionally unfit. There are patterns that make people frustrated. There are patterns that make people depressed. There are patterns that make people angry. There are patterns that make people feel sorry for themselves. And there are also patterns that make people compassionate, playful, physically passionate, emotionally strong, You know, there are different patterns, and they stand out to you when you've been around that many people. So I've had now 50 million people get my books and tapes, but I've been with 3 million people face-to-face from 80 countries. And when you're around those many people, the pattern becomes clear. And I've been able to use those patterns. You know, a lot of people say, I know this stuff. Well, if you're not doing it, you don't know it. You understand it. And understanding and $3 will almost get you a cup of Starbucks these days, you know. It's really nice to understand things, but that doesn't change anything. you got to get in your body and actually do it. But the basis of all that I do comes down to knowing that the difference in your life, your relationship, your physical life, your emotional life, any aspect of your life comes down to this sense of psychological strength or emotional fitness. And what I mean by that is this. Discipline never works long term. Never. What works is when you become addicted to something positively new. You trade one addiction for another. When you shift from having to doing something to wanting to do something. So our focus is how to make that happen. But I'd say this to you. If you want to change a relationship, the number 1 thing you have to do is master your own emotions. If you don't do that, forget it. There's no hope. And what's wonderful though is it's easy to do if you know how. But none of us have been taught really emotional leadership, emotional management is a very minimum, much less how to direct and shape ourselves. I don't mean faking your emotions, I don't mean pushing them down. I don't believe in positive thinking, although you may think that from watching you know, some of the media coverage. I'm not into positive thinking. I'm not here tonight to tell you to go to your garden and say, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. You know, I'm very clear that I believe that life is about leadership and being truthful to yourself. And so I believe, number one, that the mandate for any great relationship and the mandate for anybody to lead their own life and not be a follower is you got to see things as they are, but not worse than they are. Because that's where most people go. That's why they go on relationship. That's why they start to tear it down. That's why the relationship starts to break down because people get scared when it isn't working out and then they make it worse than it is so they don't have to try because they don't want to try again and be disappointed. They don't want to feel that sense of rejection. They don't want to feel that sense of failure. So most people make it much worse than it is. People tell me all the time, oh, I'm skeptical or I'm pessimistic. I said, no, 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 you're gutless. It takes no guts. It takes no courage to be a pessimist, to say it's not going to work to try to find out what's wrong. What's wrong is always available. So it's what's right. So I'm not into positive thinking, but I am into intelligence. And intelligence says, see it as it is. Don't make it worse than it is. I meet mean, people all the time and say, oh, I'm, my problem is I'm big bone. No, you're frickin' fat. Tell the truth. You know, what is this big bone story? You know, the only way it gets better is if you can see how it is. Don't make it worse than it is. Don't try to make it so it's impossible to change. That's not true. It's not true at all. The second mandate, I think, to changing anything in your life, to believing your life, is once you see it as it is, not worse than it is, then you got to see it better than it is. Because that's the thing that's missing from most relationships. There's no vision. I mean, without a vision, in the Bible it says people what? Perish. And when a relationship has no vision for greater than where they are, that relationship is going downhill, if not destroyed. I believe that every relationship, every part of life, every part of a human being needs a compelling future. If the future's not more compelling than today, today could be tough, but if the future's compelling, we can get there. And that's what every leader does. And every one of you in this room, and I know some of you are here, I guess, from the general public as well, just for your own relationships, I really acknowledge you for. But I know that you're from the military here, I know the therapists here, people from all walks of life, you're all leaders. What's your job to lead? Your job is to help people see it as it is, not worse than it is. What's your job? Help them create a compelling future. See it better than it is so there's a reason to give my all again. Otherwise, there's just no juice. There's no energy. Why? They'll go through the motions, complain with each other, not really believe it's going to work, and nothing will change. And then finally, the third step that we've all got to do if we're going to change our life or anybody else's is make it the way we see it. And that's where strategy comes in. I try to take things that are complex and make them as simple as possible. I've noticed most people in the psychological world try to make it as complex as humanly possible because it makes us feel so sophisticated. We can talk with all these complex words and elements and so forth, and we can really, you know, we got our degrees and we were somebody, but you know what? That doesn't help anybody. So I look for a nickel word to get to the heart of something. I'm trying to take something complex and make it simple so that people really will apply it.
2: Please keep in mind, this is about half of the entire presentation. If you're up for a treat, you should definitely listen to the whole thing. You can do so by clicking the link labeled view the full video on YouTube the show notes. So that does it for this episode of 7 Good Minutes. Until next time, let's be civil to one another out there. Thanks for listening.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.